You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back in. This is a BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbooks. Weekday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. You can listen anytime. So if you're listening live, you still want to subscribe because uh, we're all busy. You can't listen 15 hours per week live. Uh, at BetQL Daily, we have all the, all the links there. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. So, Aaron, uh, since I'm not going to be in tomorrow, let's rattle through a lot of these games, I know you'll do the full breakdown with Joe Gilio tomorrow, but uh, we've got 16 games. It is going to be too much on Sunday, isn't it? So we have no Thursday game. We're going to have nine going on at the same time. 18 teams playing Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to feel a lot. So there's going to be games that are completely ignored by Scott Hansen, and all the gamblers are going to be yelling at him on Twitter. I'll be one of them. I will find something to complain about because naturally there are going to be games hanging in the balance during the witching hour. But uh, let's take a look going down in order. We'll see if we can knock out these earlier games. We get some quick thoughts. If there's a side total we like, or if you want to completely pass on the game, that's always good too. We're not going to bet on all 16 of these. All right, the first game on the board, we've got... Well, you could. You could. Good luck to you in the NFL. Uh, It could go real bad, real quick. Uh, The Raiders at the Colts. Okay, what the hell do we do with this one? We don't know who's playing quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. So we could play out some different scenarios here. Now, because he went on the COVID list, Carson Wentz did early in the week, there is a possibility with the changing of the rules that he could return. Uh, the Colts have been terrific ATS this season, 10 and 5 there. And they're, so they're hitting at that clip of 67%. Uh, percent. Big news yesterday, Quinton Nelson comes off the COVID list. Their best offensive lineman, that's big. The tackle, Braden Smith. Linebacker, Darius Leonard. Very impactful players. Rock seen as well. They, now they're on the COVID list. Is, I think is, he was cleared as well. Which one? Rock Yassine. Oh, he was cleared? Yes. Okay, yeah. good. But Wentz, yeah. uh, Braden Smith, and Darius Leonard are on it, right? Yeah, and I believe cleared was Quentin Nelson. Um, they're all yes. pro left guard and then cornerback yeah. Rock seen. So that's huge for the Colts. I really like the Colts in this position. I think the possibility, you know, of players who were previously thought to be out now could maybe play, Carson Wentz being one of them. Um, you've got Nelson back. Um, I mean, this Colts team, I know, Joe, you're high on them. They won last mm-hmm. week with basically a makeshift offensive line. Now they potentially get some key players back. Um, you get back your anchor, your best player. That's huge. And then Wentz could play if he becomes symptom-free, um, if, you know, he's cleared. So, you know, I really like the Colts to beat the Raiders. This is you, – you've got to kind of play out the scenarios here. So – I do agree with you if Wentz is playing. If it's Ellinger and this this six-round rookie's taking his first snap in the NFL, I feel like we just watched that the other night, and it could be just as bad with Ellinger. There's no way I'm betting on the Colts. There's no way. In fact, I would likely flip, and I would take the Raiders in this spot, even though they have the offensive line returning. Uh, Darius Leonard, he's terrific. Man, is he awesome. Best defensive player, too. So if he's not going to be out there, that would bother me some, too. So if it's Ellinger, I have no interest in the Colts. If if it's Wentz and it's inside of a touchdown, 
yes, I would have some interest there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so a wait and see is probably the best thing to do if you decide yeah. to bet this game. I know it or sucks. Maybe you bet it live. And it's, it sucks on a holiday weekend to say that, but that's the fact. There are a few games here where we don't know the starting quarterback, and, th- and that's the biggest position in all the sports. So how can you give a bet out without knowing starting quarterbacks? I mean, there are a couple well, of them. Yeah, especially when Ellinger is Ellinger, Ellinger. whatever his last name is. Well, <laughs> that tells know. us all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Another Like book, not that great in college. So uh, this is one we might not spend a ton of time on. And the number came down a bit. The Bears are now favored by five and a half, 37 in the hook, one of the lowest totals of the week, as it should be. Giants and the Bears. Giants are 4-11, and 1-7 and seven on the road. They're one of the, uh, the best bets to go under on the year. Bears 5-10 and 10 straight up. They're also 5-10 and 10 against the spread. They finally covered a game last week when they were getting a ton of points at Seattle in that snow game. This is just the fourth time all year that the Bears have been favored. They're favored <laughs> by five and a half. We do not know the starting quarterback for the Bears. Here's a different scenario, though. I don't think it really matters. And the point spread says it doesn't matter. When we got word last week, oh, it's Nick Foles, there was zero change to the point spread. And he rallied the Bears past the Seahawks in the snow. It was a good game. I I enjoyed seeing Nick Foles. We have different there. definitions of good, apparently. <laughs> good enough? Yes, good enough. Good enough. It's good enough. This is probably a pass for me. Oh, it's definitely um, a pass. Oh, yeah. it is. No, this is, so mm. I, I get the opinion that the Bears should not be favored by this much over any team in the NFL, even though that's up for debate whether or not the Giants are a professional outfit. I get that opinion, and I understand it if you want to take the Giants. Have fun. I want no part of taking this team and this offense in the Mike Lennon revenge game. I have no interest. They, they can't score. They can't do anything. This yeah. It shocked me that we have that report that Joe Judge is coming back with two games left because this looks like a team Terrible. that has quit on their coach. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was a bad move by the Giants. But are they trying to prove a point like they got rid of McAdoo right away? Like we got to like stick with a guy for longer than a season or two? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that's what they're trying to do is – but. You can't win either way. Having a coaching carousel there and then also changing it all the time. It's a challenge. You know, you get your players used to a system and now you've got all new coaches, a whole new system. It's it's got to be frustrating. Two teams with uh, kind of similar spots here. They, they need a lot of change and they need change at the top. But the question is, does ownership realize that? So we'll see on that front. But as far as playing this game, I do <clears> not have any interest in it doesn't matter really the quarterbacks and i don't even like a money terrible. line or a total bet in this i don't want to mess it's... with it i don't even want to mess with it uh <laughs> let's go to the bu- let's go to the bucks and the jets the bucks are favored by 12 and a half here um so antoine winfield did not practice he's missed the last couple of games and on the COVID list, man, it's just this it, the secondary is always a story with the bucks it's not just about fournette and Evans being in a week-to-week spot who was added to the COVID list. But the secondary, always. Uh, Jamel Dean is still on the COVID list. Murphy, Murphy Bunting, I just mentioned the safety. Winfield 
not practicing so far, so he could miss again. And uh, we've got Brady going up against Zach Wilson, who's just and, been horrendous. And didn't Rosarians also test positive? I believe so. Yeah, that, that was a couple did. days ago, right? Yeah, so that's not good either. I don't even this know that This team can't catch a team. break. That's yes. true. It's Brady's um, team, so maybe that doesn't matter. He could come back, um, though, with the five-day... You know, so you know I love my money line parlays. If I'm going to do anything with this game, I'm going to put the yeah. Bucks in a money line parlay somewhere. Tomorrow, probably. Don't have a strong opinion. It wouldn't surprise me if the Jets were to cover, but it's just not one of those games where I have a strong opinion on it. So, should the Bucks 12 and a half is crush a them? Number. Yeah, they should. They should. They're missing so many guys. It just feels like the Bucks. They're, they just they're want to contention. escape with a win and get out yeah. of there, right? They want a good spot <laughs> in the seating, but you're right. They just want to win, and they want to get the hell out of there. Get me to the playoffs, get all of our dudes healthy. So I don't know how concerned they're going to be about covering the point spread. And now they're starting to lose some of their guys on defense. We mentioned the secondary is a mess, but now Shaq Barrett, he's going to miss the regular season. Don't know if he's going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm not willing to lay a double digit spread when we've got all of these injuries going on with them. How about another big spread? See, this is one that it's another tough one. There are a couple of these massive point spreads that I do like this week, but there are a couple that I'm staying away from. We just mentioned the Tampa one. How about the Buffalo Bills? They're favored by 14 and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. This thing opened at 13 and a half. So we had some early sharp money on the Buffalo Bills. Some support oh. there. Um, the Bills have not been good in these one-score games. But here's the deal with the Falcons. It's something that I was looking at a lot with last week as I was trying to figure out that I want to go with Atlanta in Survivor because they were going against the Lions. The Falcons are 7-8 and eight because they're good against bad teams. The Buffalo Bills are not a bad team. I put them back in my top five in my power rankings. Listen to these Falcons numbers. It's disgusting. So six times they faced... A uh, team with a winning record. They've lost all six. They're 0 and 6 against the spread in those six. They've lost those six games by an average of 24 points per game. And in those six games, the point differential is minus 145. Oh my gosh. Now, the thing is, the, the Falcons are still in the playoff hunt, like just barely, and are probably the worst team in the playoff mm-hmm. hunt, right? Yep. So. They have Matt Ryan, even though he probably should have retired. They're getting Kyle Pitts back um, and Patterson, so they've got him. The other thing is the weather in Buffalo could be bad. Could be snowing, Ooh. could be really cold. Maybe just look at the under, possibly. I think it's at yeah, 44 on FanDuel. If the weather is going to be bad, I don't want any part of Matt Ryan. I don't want anything to do with Matt Ryan. This is Bills or pass for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, with the, such a big number, I was thinking Falcons, but if, uh, they're on the road in Buffalo. No, that's a no yeah. for me. And the Bills are playing <laughs> some good ball. Now, there's a chance of a letdown for Buffalo. I, I could see that case, but yeah, this one's Bills or pass. How about uh, your neck of the woods? We'll go to the NFC East. Eagles are road favorites at the football team. They are laying three and a half. This opened at three and some Eagle support there. 
uh, as far as the injury report, look to the backfield. That's the strength of this Philly squad. Jordan Howard did not practice on Wednesday with the stinger. Miles Sanders did not practice due to hand injury. They were calling the quarterback Jalen Hurts limited. We just saw this matchup less than two weeks ago. Uh, the, the Eagles won by 10. It was close early. Then they just steamrolled them. They uh, near, what did they? Yeah, they more than doubled them up in the yardage. right? Yeah. Yeah. The yardage, this they is... more than doubled them up. They had over 500 total yards in the game. Oh, 56 14. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. No, no, you're looking at I'm the looking Cowboys. 27 17. Sorry about that. Yeah. So this is a line that I thought was really weird. I was expecting it to be like closer to seven. I don't understand. Like, are they thinking there's home field advantage here for the Washington football team? These two teams don't even seem close to me. Like, the Eagles seem like a better team. Um, I don't get it. Is there – what am I missing here? I like I'm the Eagles for, in this spot. I'm looking forward to talking to Simon Hunter about this one at 1020 Eastern time because he likes Washington a lot in this spot. I think the case would be – that the football team coming off three consecutive losses, all these division games in a row, that they're going to play them a lot closer. The Philly game, it was Garrett Gilbert. It was Garrett Gilbert. So you expect uh, you'll look a little bit better at the quarterback, that you'll get something there. But the Eagles look really good, really good. Uh, they're, they're, I have a so question, though. So um, not only did, did I tell you about um, DeShazer Everett, he was in that car crash. He's not returning to the team. His girlfriend right. died in the accident. He was a captain. And then mm -hmm. yesterday, Montez Sweat's brother was murdered near Richmond, Virginia. Jesus. How much of that weighs on the team mentally? You know, it's just a lot of bad news, tragic news in one week, not to mention, you know, they've been losing. It's just, they were on a hot streak for a while. Looked like maybe they could make the playoffs and everything's crumbled. How, how much does that affect when you handicap this game? Because it is kind of a downer, you know, for the team mentally. That's, that's a, a sad, that's a really lot. sad news. Yeah. That's, that's heavy. That's heavy. I didn't even realize all of that happened in the last couple of days. Yeah, you were. We were just talking about the one story, but I didn't. I didn't see the the sweat stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not in on Washington. I'm not, and I I think that's the way you're going. But I also understand if uh, laying more than three is a bit much with two teams that just played each other. I understand that side. Not not yeah. a game that I'm too interested in. I think it's Eagles or nothing for me. Eagles or nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I was actually back to the Bills. I just saw in um, – is it you that wrote the 17 – yeah, 17-mile-per-hour wins. Is that in Buffalo? Because you may want to look at the that field goal, uh, longest field goal prop for that oh, game. <laughs> oh, that's Crack the Buffalo game. gave me game. that idea, you know, last time. I want I want nothing to do with Matt Ryan in that game. That's the Buffalo game. Uh-uh. No thanks. See, there are a few more games coming up here I really want to dive into. We, we didn't even hit Chiefs-Bengals yet, Jags-Patriots, Dolphins-Titans. I've got strong opinions on sides on all those, and maybe we'll be arguing with our guy Paul Aspen about that one as we try to figure out our contest picks. The official lines come out later today. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, thanks for hanging out on this Thursday morning. Coming up next, have some good questions for Joe Knows. We'll do that next. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.